message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. It is not something that you can achieve based on what you do with your hands. Alright? You cannot, you, cannot, um, you cannot try to please God by your actions enough to be born again. For you to be born again, it is something that happens inside of you and not outside of you. Many men always try to try to please God or try to attain to righteousness by activity. You understand? Oh, I will pray five times enough for God to love me and for God to accept me. Jesus said that is not how to be accepted by God. For you to be accepted by God, you have to be born again. Now, what exactly does it mean to be born again? We've said here, he said that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. It means that God, who is a spirit, will do a work inside of you. He will bring about a cleansing inside of you. And as a result of that work on your inside, you will become born again. Now, you see, the Bible tells us very clearly that Jesus Christ did something for our sins. Let me show you something real quickly. Turn your Bibles with me to 1 John chapter 2. He did something for our sins. Every one of us sin. I sin, you sin, everybody sins. But you see, Jesus Christ did something, all right, for our sins. And what he did concerning our sins is the only hope of mankind where sins is concerned. First John chapter 2. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. First John chapter 2 and verse 1. Listen carefully. He says, my little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, what? The righteous. Everybody read verse 2. He says what? For reputation for what? Our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of what? The whole world. So Jesus Christ paid the price for the sins of the whole world. Not just the sins of the church. The whole world. He paid for the sins of the Muslim. He paid for the sins of the Hindu. He paid for the sins of the atheist. He paid for the sins of the Shintoists. The sins of the whole world. Turn to Ephesians chapter number 1. Hallelujah. By the way, if you are coming to church for the first time, you are very welcome. Can we put our hands together for those who are coming for the first time? Come on. You're welcome. God bless you. All right, the mothers of children, God bless you. You are welcome. It's an honor for us to have you in our midst. Praise God. Praise God. All right, Ephesians chapter number one. Now, look at verse four. It says, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be what? Holy and without blame before him what? In love. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us what? Accepted we are in the beloved. Verse 7, everybody read, want to go, it says what? In whom we have what? Redemption. Hey, through what? His blood. Even the what? Forgiveness of sins, according to what? The riches of his grace. So that means in Christ Jesus, we have redemption. Forgiveness of sins. It, what does that tell us? It tells you that God 
will not hold the man in Christ responsible for his sins. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus, your sins are forgiven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Your sins are forgiven. You cannot stand before God and take care of your sins yourself. Anyone that tries that is going to hell. But because of the sacrifice of Jesus, I come to God and God looks at me and says, because of what my, G my son did and because you accepted it, your sins, past, present, future is wiped away. Hallelujah. What all men require is what? The forgiveness of sins. Listen to me. All men don't require riches because some people were born into a rich family. All men don't require, um, what do you call it now, economic empowerment because some people are already billionaires. You understand? The common denominator to all men is forgiveness of sins because we are all sinners. Hallelujah. Let me show you something. Turn your Bible to Romans chapter 3. Every man is born into this world of sin, needing salvation, needing forgiveness of sins from Jesus. Look at Romans chapter number 3 quickly. Everybody needs salvation. And there is no salvation anywhere else except in Jesus Christ. Look at Romans chapter 3 verse 20. He said, therefore by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Everybody verse 21. Want to go. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. So that means righteousness is by faith of Jesus Christ. Unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no what? Difference. Look at verse 23. Everybody with this says what? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. Everyone has sinned and come short of the glory of God. But that was not the end of what Paul said. No, not the end of what the scripture says. Because in verse 24, what does he say? He says what? Being what? Justified. Freely by what? His grace. Through the what? Redemption. That is where? In Christ Jesus. So there is redemption where? In Christ Jesus. Everybody say with me, there is redemption. In Christ Jesus. There is power in Christ Jesus. You see, the power that is in Christ Jesus is the power to forgive sins. Jesus has power to forgive sins. Hallelujah. And because of his sacrifice on the cross, he has power to forgive sins. And he said, if you believe in me, and you believe, all right, that I died for you, and you accept what I did for you, forgiveness of sins is yours. Glory to God. So that means I am not going to be afraid of sins. You are not to be afraid of sins if you believe in Jesus. If you believe in Jesus, your sins are forgiven. Say this with me. Because I believe in Jesus, my sins are forgiven me. My sins are forgiven me. Look at Acts of Apostles chapter 2. Don't worry, we are going to pray. Amen. Praise God. There's someone that, is, that has an issue around the neck. There's a pain around your neck. You are being healed now in the name of Jesus. You are being healed now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Ainia is being healed. Like an umbilical Ainia. There's, there's like a protrusion that comes around the, the stomach. Like a swelling somewhere here. Praise God. A para-umbilical Ainia. You are being healed right now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. It's being corrected. It's being corrected in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 
God is bringing men to help you pay that rent. There's someone that is needing help with rent. Like rent. Glory to God. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, wherever help is needed, receive supernatural help. Receive supernatural assistance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Every operation of darkness in your life is cancelled. In the name of the Lord Jesus. It's cancelled. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The light of God shines in your life mightily. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. Now look at Acts 2 and 37. It says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter had preached the gospel to them from Acts 2, all right, downwards to this point. Now look at verse 38. What did Peter say? Because Peter had preached to them Jesus, Savior of the world. That was his message, essentially. Look at what he says in verse 38. He says, then Peter said unto them, repent. Everybody say repent. And be what? Baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the what? Remission of sins. And ye shall what? Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children. So there are two things Peter says you would have when you receive Jesus. You receive what? Remission of sins. And you receive what? Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Who is the man who comes into Jesus Christ? I will tell you he is. Number one, he is a new creation. Turn your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Are you tired of this life you are living? You are tired of living a normal, natural life, a life without God, a life being enslaved to sin, being a victim, being a, a servant of darkness. Are you tired of this life? Are you saying, I want a new kind of life. I want the kind of life only God can give me. Praise God. That's the life I'm talking to you about today. Hallelujah. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Listen, life does not only end on the earth. There is life after death. Hallelujah. But you see, the beauty about Jesus Christ is that you can begin your life with God here and continue it after you live here. Praise God. You have a life with him forever and ever and ever. Amen. I said amen. Life with God forever. I didn't come to preach religion to you. I came to preach Christ to you. Amen. I didn't come to pre preach hypocrisy to you. I came to preach Christ to you. Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. Forgiveness of sins. Christ Jesus. The indwelling of the Spirit. Christ Jesus. Power with God. Christ Jesus. Sanctification with God. Christ Jesus. Justification with God. Hallelujah. That's what I came to preach to you. No man believing in Jesus will go to hell. No man believing in Jesus will see spiritual death. No man. No man. No man. Because when you are with Jesus, no man can pluck you out of Jesus' hand. Hallelujah. No devil can pluck you out of Jesus' hand. You are the apple of his eye. Praise God. You are shielded and you are protected by God. Hallelujah. Condemnation cannot take you away from Jesus. Because if a man comes to Jesus, that man shall by no means perish. Whom Jesus saves, he keeps. I said, whom Jesus saves, he keeps. I said, whom Jesus saves, he keeps. Glory to God. Now look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. Who is this man? 
Alright? When you come to Jesus, what happens to you? Number one, you become a new creation. Yoruba is Omadi Atumbi. Hallelujah. A new creation. Praise God. What is it in Igbo? New creation in Igbo is what? Uh, Sandy, I don't know where Sandy <laughs> Alright, what is it now, sir? All right, but I know Yoruba is Omadi what? Atumbi. New creation. Look at 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 14 quickly. He said, For the love of Christ constrains us, because we thought just that if one died for all, then we're what? All dead. Do you know what that means? Everybody, look at me. See. Man of God, please come. See. Okay, who looks like a sinner here? He doesn't look like a sinner, so you know, maybe someone's wear dark sheets or something. Oh, yeah, come, you're wearing black. Oh, yeah, you look like a sinner. You know, sin, sinner, sinner. No, no, come on, I need, I need some righteous folks, amen. Well, you're wearing black too, so you're looking, both of you are sinners. But let's just imagine, he's, 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 I don't know, but you know, you're, you're a righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and, and you're very handsome too. So don't see, because they'll say, you know, why, did, why is it me he's using that sinner or something? All right. Now imagine something, right? Listen, this is mankind. Let's imagine this is mankind. Is that correct? All right, this is mankind that has sinned. I might remember the Garden of Eden, right? In the Garden of Eden, man sinned. Is that correct? Is that correct? Good. So he sinned and he continued in his lifestyle of sin, all right, in unbelief and every single thing that comes with it. Praise God. Now, what does God do? God looks at man and says, This, this man cannot save himself. He's going to continue like this. Praise God. Alright, in fact, the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 11, and God looked at man and saw that all the meditation of his heart was continually what? Evil. That means, if you leave man alone from now to tomorrow, leave him to his own devices, he will continually do evil. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, he said the heart of man is what? Is evil. And what? Desperately what? Wicked. Who can know it? How many of you have heard, thought, listened to the thought you had towards somebody. Maybe someone that did, did you bad or did something to you you didn't like. And you look at what you were wishing the person and you are like, ah, ah. Tell me you are wicked, cha. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Ah. You know, maybe, a, a, maybe, maybe sisters, maybe a guy that promised you that you guys would be together forever and you guys were already naming your children. You know what I'm talking about? You named the first one. You said the first one will be Ayo. The second one will be what? Shannu. The third one will be Shuri. The other one will be Zion. The fifth will be Jerusalem. The sixth will be Turkey. You, 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 you know, maybe they had a car, then it came at 10 o'clock in your um, student hostel. Then both of you lie down the bonnet and you are like, oh, Shannu will be like that star. Shuri will be like that moon. It's shining bright. And you've done all those things and the person breaks up with you. Then, three years later, you just remember that moment. You just say, ah, did it will not be well with you. It will not be well with you in Jesus' name. Sandy, it's not your GDO. All right? Don't say, it's not, it's not be well with you in Jesus' name. You will cross road and they will jam you. If you enter flight, it will crash. Do you understand? And at a point, you'll not be thinking, how can I be wicked like this? The heart of man is what? Deceitful. Deceitful and what? Desperate. So if you leave men to themselves, they will continue in the perpetuation of wickedness. So what did God do? God said, we cannot leave man to himself. We need to what? Save man. So what did he do? 
He sent Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now listen. He sent Jesus Christ. Amen. Now listen. This man here sins. And because of what he did, he was, he, des- he, he deserved to be punished. The Bible says the wages of sin is what? Is what? Is that. If somebody kills somebody, what do you say we should do for the person? It's not to kill the person. Right? Why? Because the wages of sin is that. So it is justice for someone who breaks the law to what? To be punished by the law. It's justice. It's not wickedness. So this man, because he sinned against God, deserved to die. Praise God. There was a sentence of death on him. So do you know what God did? God said, I love man too much. Man has sinned. He deserved the sentence of death. But instead of man carrying it, praise God, God came as Jesus Christ. Glory to God. God came as Jesus Christ and did what? And took his place. Praise God. Such that the punishment that was to come on this guy came where? On this guy. Now, that's not all. The punishment that was to come on this guy came on this guy, but in the mind of God, God saw it as this guy. Such that you cannot now punish this guy again because this guy has been punished. Are you following? Are you following? So when this guy stands before God and the devil comes and says, he's a sinner, he needs to be punished. God says, no, he has already been punished. I can't punish him again for what he has been punished for. Why? Jesus Christ took his what? His place. Are you following? Now, let me show you. Look at 2 Corinthians 5. Thank you. I'm putting our guest for our, you know, wonderful. Look at 2 Corinthians 5 quickly. And let us look at from verse 17. We've read, have you guys 17? Um, okay, let's start from verse 14. How many of you watch, um, how many of you like boxing? I was telling them in first Sri Lanka church, there are two things I wanted to be when I was growing up. Number one, I wanted to be a Michael Jackson, like a dancer. You understand? Know up until I was 21, I thought smooth criminal, criminal was kedi kedi woke, kedi kedi woke. That's what he was saying. No, I didn't know. Uh, I mean, if you knew what he was saying, it was super kedi kedi woke, kedi kedi woke. And now we're dancing furiously, furious. I mean, furious in the dancing. <laughs> then the other thing I wanted to be was I wanted to be a boxer. But I found out that they get punched back. So I had a problem. We're getting punched. You know, everything, you know, my cousin used to say, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. You understand? Because in boxing, I'm just pressing just through the jab, and your, your neck snaps like this. I didn't like all the blood, and I said, no, 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 it's not for me. So right now, if there's a fight, I follow peace with all men. And holiness. Praise the Lord. Without which, no man shall see the Lord. And I advise you to throw that part. If someone wants to fight you, Alright? Bluff the person. I'll show you. I mean, moving back. I'll show you. Move back. I'll show you. I'll show you. Move back. Yeah. Hey, hold me on. If I start now. If I start now. If I start. You understand? Because you may not know what will happen. You know, Jesus advised that. That you should seek peace. You understand? Because it can become ugly for you. Ask John T. Wilder. Amen. Praise the Lord. For the love of Christ constrained us because we thus judge. Listen. That if one died... For all. Then we're what? So that means what Jesus paid, we all paid. 
Amen? So, it says that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Look at 15. And that he died for all, that dead really should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and what? Rose again. Now, talking about the consecration that we should have after we are saved. Now, verse 16, everybody read. It says what? Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after what? The flesh. Yeah. Though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him what? 17, everybody read like a mass choir. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are what? Passed away. Behold, all things are. That is if he's in Christ. Hallelujah. He's in Christ. Now look at verse 18. Everybody read it. He says, and all things are of God. Who has what? Reconciled us to himself. By what? By what? So God has reconciled us to himself only in Jesus Christ. Only in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the reconciliation. There is no other name given under heaven by which anyone can be saved. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. There is a reason why Jesus and his message preceded every other one you heard. Jesus and the gospel of Jesus did not start in Matthew. It started in Genesis. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God's plan for salvation did not start in John. It started in Genesis. There is a reason why the gospel of Jesus preceded every other religion in the world. There is a reason. God wanted you to know that there is no other name given under heaven by which a man can be saved. There is no other name given under heaven by which a man can have the gift of righteousness. Only in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Only in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. He said, and all things have God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And has given us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. Verse 19, everybody read. He says, to which that God was in what? Christ. Reconciling what? The world. Unto what? Himself. Hallelujah. Not what? Imputing their trespasses to them. So that means that's what happens when you accept Jesus. God is not holding your sins against you. Not imputing their trespasses to them. And has committed to us the word of reconciliation. So what we tell the unbeliever and we tell those who have not accepted Jesus is that, hey, come to Christ. He has forgiven you your sins. Come to Christ. He has forgiven your sins. He has died for you. He has paid the price for you. Come to Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. And has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Glory to God. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. Verse 21, everybody read one to go. It says what? For he had made him to be what? He made him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin? Hallelujah! He made Jesus sin for us. He put our sins on Jesus. Glory to God. All our sins were placed on Jesus. He had made him to be seen for us who knew no sin. All right, next verse. He now says what? That we might be made the what? Righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. Divine exchange. God took my sin. Put it on Jesus. He took your sin. Put it on Jesus. And said, because you, of your faith in Christ, you are righteous. You are holy. Hallelujah. That's what God did. That's what God did. That's what God did. That's what God did. He's now telling you, no man will go to hell because of sins. 
Any man that goes to hell will go to hell because of their rejection of God's solution to sin. If you reject Jesus, you are going to hell. Someone says, oh, when we are preaching the gospel, we don't mention hell. Oh, yes, we do. If you reject Jesus Christ, listen to me. If you reject Jesus, you are going to hell. I am telling you this by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the truth. Because God gave you light and you said you like the darkness better. Praise God. God gave you holiness and you said you deserve, you want sin. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is God's remedy. Jesus is God's solution. Turn to John 14 and we round up. John 14. Look at John 14. Think about it. Guys, look at me. Everybody. When I hear people say things like, there are many ways to God, there's not just one way, I always ask them a question, do you believe Jesus actually died? I said, think about it. You are God. You became man. Right? Are you guys listening? You became man. As humiliating as that is, that's not all. You became man, you became a child, born into a carpenter's home, experienced poverty. Okay? Then God experienced poverty, using the toilet, glory to God, hiding from the rain, amen, glory to God, all right, being, crying for breast milk, ah, ah, God in man, crying for breast milk, did all of that stuff, submitted yourself to all that process, at 12, when you were 12 years, all right, then you were 30, then you did all the miracles, did all the signs and wonders. You trekked, there was no car. You trekked most of the time, doing fitness by force. You did all of that, praise God. Then after that, amen, men took you, accused you wrongly. Then they arrested you. Then they sentenced you to death. Then they put you on a cross. After making you walk for several miles, carrying a heavy cross on your back. Then they nailed your hands. Then they nailed your feet. Then they took spears and they pierced your side. You bled out on the cross. You did all of that. Then while you're on the cross, God put all of the sins of mankind on your body. He put all of their sicknesses on your body. Your, your, your appearance changed on the cross. What should have taken people 12 years and 12 hours to die killed you in six because it was not just the physical torture that killed you, all right? It was also the spiritual um, load put on your body and put on your spirit and put on your soul. Then you died of a broken heart because the pericardium, the covering of your heart ruptured because of the pressure of what was put on you. And you died. Glory to God. You went through all that. Then three days later, God raised you from the dead. Hallelujah. God raised you from the dead. You forgave all men's sins and you are sitting down on all right, the throne of God in heaven and you said all you have to do is to believe because by believing you what? You download what I have made available into your account. That's all. Then someone comes and says, you see all those things that Jesus did? There is another way. Are you, you see how stupid that is? It will be either that God is not serious or what we had was a fable for that nonsense to be true. But Jesus himself said, I am the way. Verse 6, John 14. I am the truth 
I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but what? But by me. There was nobody and there has never been anybody that spoke about eternal life, that spoke about eternal damnation, that spoke about forgiveness, that spoke about a way to God as certainly and as boldly and as confidently like Jesus. Nobody. Glory to God. Nobody. Nobody. All of them were men. Muhammad is a man. Uh, uh, what's his name? Gandhi is a man. All right? The guy that brought Hinduism, all those guys, they are men. Zoroastrianism, they are men. All of them were guessing. All of them were not sure. None of them aspired or said, I am God in flesh. Only Jesus did. Jesus said, all right, before Abraham was, I am. He was saying, I am God in flesh. That's who Jesus was. So it's about who do you believe? Do you believe Jesus? Who spoke confidently and told you, this is what is going to happen when you do this. This is where you are going to go if you do this. Or someone, or some folks who are not sure. Hallelujah. You accept Jesus Christ, what happens? Your sins are forgiven. You accept Jesus Christ, what happens? Praise God. All right. If you have any sickness in your body, you don't even need to come to Jesus for you to be healed. Jesus heals because he's lovely. Jesus heals because he's kind. Amen. But you see, healing is not eternal. Only salvation is eternal. Hallelujah. Come to Jesus and he will never lose you. Come to Jesus and he will never reject you. Come to Jesus and your sins will never separate you from God. Come to Jesus and give you something better. He will give you victory over sin. Hallelujah. He will give you victory over that addiction. He will give you victory over that thing that always gets you tripping and tripping and tripping over and over again. Praise God. I said praise God. If you have any sickness in your body, what happens when you come to Jesus? You have authority over that sickness. If you have any kind of challenge, maybe demonic attacks, witchcraft, and all of that, maybe somebody, you had a dream, and in that dream, I remember someone was telling me recently, she said she had a dream, and in a dream, a lump appeared on her breast. In the dream, a lump appears on her breast after somebody struck her breast in the dream. When she woke up, there was a lump on her breast. She slept without a lump. When she woke up, there was a lump there. So there are spiritual forces at work too. Praise God. When you come into Jesus Christ, what happens? You have authority over those demonic spirits. Look at Luke chapter 10 verse 19 and let us close there. Coming to Jesus Christ is an empowerment process. Where whom, whom Jesus saves, he empowers. Glory to God. He whom Jesus saves, he empowers. I said, he whom Jesus saves, he empowers. Glory to God. He empowers you. You are no more a pushover. He is the rock of ages. Rock gives birth to rock. Hallelujah. Rock does not give birth to foam. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Judah. Lion, not the bone goods. Amen. Amen. Aye. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. When you get born again, you receive Jesus, you receive what is called the spirit of faith. A speaking spirit. Amen. When challenges come against you, you roar the roar of faith. You are not moved. Because you know how it turn out. Because before you started the race, you already won. Before you started fighting, you already won. Because you are on God's side, God is on your side. Praise God. The Bible says, ye are of God, little children. And have already what? Overcome them. For what? Greater is he that is what? In you. Than he that is what? In the world. Hallelujah. And if you are here and you are, not, you are saved, you are born again. But what I'm describing, you are finding it strange. Are you saying that this is what I'm supposed to be enjoying in Christ? You understand? 
brother, sister, listen to me. Wake up. Awaken to righteousness. God is the one that you received inside of you. Amen. God is your father and he is the one living on your inside. Amen. God is the one that saved you. God is the one that sent you. And if God is the one that sent you, glory to God, it means that you should have supernatural experiences. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God is the one that will be your PR agent. He will be the one that will be announcing you. People will sleep and dream of helping you. Hallelujah. And they wake up, oh, I need to help Asabi today. Hallelujah. Oh, I need to help Henry today. Are you for him? That's what God does. That's what God does. Supernatural PR. Because you are on God's side and he's on your side. Praise God. All right, Luke 10 and verse 19. We're going to pray. I love the sound of those children crying. Lovely. Amen. Uh, praise God. Praise God. All right, Luke 10 and 19. Are we there? Everybody, look at me. How many of you, look at me, how many of you would want to stand before a sick person and say, be healed in Jesus' name, and they'll be healed? Put your hand up. Put your hand up, let me see. Good, okay, good. How many of you want to hear that a, a, a child is afflicted with demonic spirit. And for you to go there and say, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit, come out. And it comes out. Let me see that. Put it up. Put it up. Up, up. Okay, good. Now listen. This or that is your life in Christ. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? That is the life in Christ. Gang, 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 gang. Look at Luke 10:19. Everybody, can we read one to go? Everybody in church, one to go. Mass choir. It says what? Read it again. One more time. Serpents and scorpions are metaphors for demonic spirits. Praise God. So Jesus is saying, I give you authority over them. They have power, but you have authority over them. Glory to God. You have what? Authority. In Christ, you have authority over them. One last scripture, Mark 16 and 17. When you get born again, there are certain things that will be following you. Certain things that will be following you, man. Certain things that will be following you, sir. Certain things that will be following you. You don't need to go to that Bababala world for them to put mark on your body. Come, Lord, Mark, sing, You don't need that anymore. You don't need that anymore. You don't need to go and meet one Woli to Konshorie. Praise God. And they will take Konkon. And they will not be washing your head. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, Babich. And all these um, Babich are washing your head. No, sir. No. Listen. Listen. Water spirits cannot help you. Praise God. They can only put you in bondage. Only Jesus saves. And only Jesus helps. Glory to Jesus. I say glory to Jesus. I'm saying what I'm saying. Now. I hope you know that that is an example is word of knowledge. Praise God. Amen. But because you know, I don't want to start. <laughs> Amen. Mark 16, 17. Everybody want to go. It says what? And this sign. Mm-hmm. They shall what? Cast out devils. Once you come to Christ, you enter the kingdom of God. 
and God unleashes you as a missile against the kingdom of darkness. He says, expel them for where they are. Remove them from the territories they occupy. Because you are my battle axe and my weapons of what? Of war. Cast them out. Expel them. Say, these eyes will follow them who believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. Cast out demons. Knowledge by witches and wizards. Bring down demonic altars. Praise God. I said, praise God. We'll bring it down in the name of Jesus. And nothing shall by enemies hurt us. Let me tell you something. What the devil tries to use to put people in bondage is fear. Fear. That is why when you come to Christ, what is supplied is faith. Praise God. What is supplied is what? Faith. 2 Corinthians 4.13. He says, we also, having the same spirit of faith, we believe and therefore we what? We speak. Glory to God. You get born again and your language will change. You now begin to say, I am on God's side. Angels are with me. Hallelujah. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. Whatsoever I lay my hands upon, it shall prosper. I increase always. I make progress. I move forward. A thousand shall fall by my side. Ten thousand on my right hand. It shall not come near me. Hallelujah. I'm a child of prophecy. The spirit of the prophet is at work in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A child of covenant. That's who I am. I win always. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your life is upwards and forwards only in Christ. Upwards and forwards only. Even when something looks like a defeat, it will turn around for your good. Praise God. Did you hear what I said? I'll give you an example and I'll close. Apostle Paul. I might remember him. He wrote about half the retouching of, uh, of the New Testament books, if you count the book of Hebrews. Hallelujah. How did he end his life? Well, Apostle Paul was imprisoned in a Roman jail. In a Roman jail. He wrote the book of Philippians in, the, in that Roman jail. He was placed there by the emperor of Rome. His name was Nero. Emperor Nero. Nero was a madman. Hallelujah. He was as mad as Caligula. They were like mad in the twins in, the, in terms of madness. How did Paul end his life? This wonderful apostle of God. This man of God that did great signs and wonders and miracles. Well, Paul was beheaded. They cut off his head. That's how he ended his life. Now, when you look at that, it looks like a defeat. Is that correct? Is that correct? How, how could he have ended his life with his head cut off? His head beheaded. Hallelujah. Terrible. But you see, that's not the end of the story. The end of the story was that the martyrdom of Paul sparked a revival among many Christians to say, I too want to die for my faith. They were no more afraid. Praise God. So, as a result, thousands and hundreds of thousands of Christians, alright, shared their faith boldly in the face of tyranny from Emperor Nero. Many of them were put where? Inside the Colosseum and they were killed. The more they killed Christians, the more Christians replaced them. It got to a point that some people that were in the stadia, in the Colosseum, cheering the killing of the Christians, when they saw the boldness with which those Christians faced death, they too became Christians. Are you following what I'm saying? They too became what? Christians. So, so that it is fulfilled. The more they persecuted them, the more they grew. Praise God. There is nothing like failure in this kingdom. Because even if it looks 
like failure, according to the world's metric, just relax. God will turn it around for your good. Hallelujah. God will do what? He will turn it around for your good. He will turn it around for the good. Even death cannot defeat us. Hallelujah. Because there is it's either, look, if a Christian dies, two things can happen. Number one, it's either we raise him from the dead now, or he will be raised from the dead at the resurrection day. Either way, he wins. I said either way, he wins. I said either way, he wins. So death does not have a victory. So he says, oh death, where is your sting? Oh grave, where is your what? Victory. Why? The resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and our resurrection is our what? Certain victory over the things in this life. So come along to the winning team. Come to Jesus. Let's rise up on our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's no reason why you should be outside of Jesus. Hide in Jesus Christ. Hide in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hide in Jesus Christ. I want to give opportunity for those who are not yet saved to receive Jesus into their lives. All eyes closed. Everybody on your feet, please. I ask you to do that with all respect for you. If you are here, and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. If you are here and you are yet to be born again. And you're saying, Pastor, I want to be saved. I want to know this Jesus we keep talking about. If you are here, I want you to put your hand, right hand above your head. Just lift up your hand like this. Okay, I can see you, man. Who else? I want to see you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Put your hand up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, if you are in that category, just say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for me. I believe that by your blood, I have forgiveness of sins. Cleanse me totally. Wash me completely. Thank you for making me a child of God. And thank you for making me a recipient of eternal life. Thank you for giving me salvation till the very end. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Alright, so if you said that prayer with me and you believe that in your heart, Alright, please make sure you reach out to our usher. Please, usher, please take care of You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.